Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Monday edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I'm not going to calm down. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Goodness. It's a Monday, and we're all going to have to match Will's energy. And you know what? Maybe you're listening to this after the original release, and it's not a Monday. It's only one of six other days, though, and most of them suck. (laughs) So let's all follow our will. Follow the will. Match my energy today. You know why I'm fired up today? Because I'm pissed. I'm pissed at this chapter. Before <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm Calm pissed. down. It's you know, okay. Calm down. You know, you know what actually remind reminds me. I was thinking about this last night. What? What? Okay. What were we thinking? I was thinking like, okay, I'll preface this by saying I was real stoned and I was being very introspective. Well, that's what a lot and, of us do at night. Um. And I was thinking of the word pissed. And I was like, <laughs> this word okay. really resonates with me. Okay. Okay. And the image that comes to my mind, we've talked about this. Uh, we've, uh, If the people haven't listened to the Patreon podcast yet, but Steve tells a story about when he's uh, he, he's going to the grocery store and he walks in on The Last of Us set. And oh, he's yes, just. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't know what was happening. That was new to me too for a minute there. <laughs> and you were telling me about how pissed you were, and just like, I, 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 whenever I think of that word, now I just had that image of you hanging out in the background of The Last of Us, possibly in one of those shots in the background that we saw on the show, just waving your arms, just going like, the "Fuck!" <laughs> and of course, anyone who is unaware, the la- the show, The Last of Us, the HBO show. Shot in our home city of Calgary, so, right? So when that was happening, there was a lot of just bumping into you take you take a wrong turn and you're in the apocalypse all of a sudden, or you yeah. take a right turn and you're just not a right turn or a left, just like with the proper turn you were planning on taking because you're going to get your groceries or whatever, and the whole intersection's blocked off because Pedro Pascal's in the middle of it doing a two step with a cordyceps. <laughs> but any fans of The Last of Us? On our Patreon, we did cover the show and uh, do uh, very positive reviews. Episode. Oh, episode. yeah. I mean, like, surprise, surprise. Very positive reviews. But I think the thing that's worth noting about our coverage, our unique coverage of The Last of Us, is that we give a pretty detailed uh, rundown of all the locations that we see in Calgary. And some we tell of you, surpri- yeah, we tell you <laughs> stuff that we did there before, like, got a sandwich at this place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was one place where we saw some breakdancing. Can you believe? Yep, it? yeah. We went to a breakdancing place. There's also a, a one of one of our Calgary's own CBGBs. Can they, you they believe sh- it? They shot behind the alley of that place. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about last. Look enough. Also. We got a doozy of a chapter to talk about today. It's called we the Dedicated, and nothing is more of a reminder than how dedicated we are to the series of 14 books and releasing daily podcasts than reading a chapter like this that tests the. The, the limits on my mental sinewy 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 <sighs> you're close you're close keep going look <laughs> this is giving me dune flashbacks this is oh, pulling heavy. me right into yeah. crazy dune fucking nonsense now but with the with this being said i like what's going on here as far as i can tell what's going on i like i like it but it's so many characters and so oh, many man. crazy names and and crazy belief systems and history and oh, you know 
and it's hard to tell where you're at and who you're at. So I had to go to the, I had to cheat a little bit. And I had to go to the wiki and we were talking about this off, uh, right before we were recording and how, just like how angry you and I both were in the, green and room. I was like <laughs> in the green room. Yeah. We, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I got to pop back in the green room for a minute. If you know what I mean? A, you know, do you know how much time I right. spent in my life I bet. editing those clicks out? You told me that they put you put them in. You lied to me. I'm always lying. Now you don't know the truth. That I know. That I do know. <laughs> uh, and I was like screaming at Steve, and I was just like, how many fucking names are there going on? All right. And just on this Wikipedia page right now that I that I'm uh, this uh, real time fandom wiki page. These are just a few of the names that are come, popping out at me right now. All right, we got Coleman, Jonai, Aden, Marin, Lewin, Jor, Jordam, Roderick, Jordam Cam- is how that one's pronounced. You fucking asshole. Comran, Mandine, Sialdra, Cialis, Cialis, Mordain, Naris, Derman. Well, a lot of these were in the last one too. Derman was in the last one. It's it's hard to read because these characters so the flashbacks are structured like you get a flashback cuts back to rand going whoa and then he looks at his buddy um mirrored in i can't remember mirrored on he looks at his buddy and his buddy that's walking through all the glass columns with him he's losing his mind he's like scratching his eyes out he's trying to pull out his own tongue he's trying to pull out his eyes yeah because he can't handle the truth he can't handle the truth. He got Tom Cruised, right? And <laughs> Tom Cruised. Rand can handle this, but Maridon can't. No, can't at all. <laughs> Just the truth so, is too much. I mean, that's a little thing for me, but like in the newest Pokemon game, the the legendary Pokemon is named Maridon. So I'm having fun. Hey, he's having fun. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you have fun because that joke is totally wasted on me. <laughs> a lot of things are. But not a lot of things every, are wasted. Not on e- not everything, right? If I give you some tissues, I know they're gonna get used. Never, never, <laughs> oh boy, will they? Never get wasted. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is, on our Friday chapter, we were pretty. You know, you were pretty unhappy with what was going on, and you know, I was a little lukewarm with it. But we've really just doubled down so much so that this is—it's just an extension of these visions. It's just more visions from Rant. I was not in a good place last week, though. You weren't, you know. Are you doing better no. now? Not really, but <laughs> well, I'm, I've came to play. Just say like maybe a little better. That would make us all feel better. That's not the brand. Yeah, That's not the, what the people feel, want. Feeling good. He's feeling good. Everyone, it's okay. He's gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Wasn't there a guy in this chapter named like Tomato? I think he was. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I think he was an old gear. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> He's like he's know, my top of the setting. week. I'm telling you right now, he's my top of the week. Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's run through some of the uh, some of these visions here. So from what I've gathered, it's uh, the these visions are supposed to be. I might be spoiling this for us. Unfortunately, is that is that okay for you? Do you want me to spoil this? I don't do I have a choice? I don't feel like I do. So you go right do ahead. If you... All right, all right, all right, all right. So. From my understanding, going through the Wikipedia page, trying to understand this more, it's that this is these are all visions coming from Rand's ancestors. So this is a direct uh, line. His Randcestors. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Chapter by Chapter <laughs> podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. 
Rancesters. Rancesters. So he's he he's going through his whole family tree here, and we're just going further, further, and further back into the history, all the way up to like the war that tree of power. starts walking around. That family <laughs> tree may as well be walking around. Because correct me if I'm not, I'm jumping a jumping a ahead a little bit here, but was this a green man later in this chapter? Who showed up? The the Chora tree? Isn't that who Somesha is? Isn't that the green man? What? Isn't it? I don't I honestly have no idea. I'm gonna be honest with you, I forgot about the green man. Yeah, right? The green man was also called Somesha. And in this chapter, Someshta shows up in one of the visions, but is never referred to as a green man and only referred to as Someshta. And uh, yeah, he is he is a green man. I fact checked. Okay, because oh remember he's dancing around. Yeah, he's doing his plant dance and he's having fun. And uh, he's he's like oh, that guy he, in Zelda. He's like Hestu. He's 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 called a Nim in this, which is like an Aes Sedai type character. Or a one power user that uses uh, their powers to cultivate plants to do some gardening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got the Wikipedia. I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. I can name it. The, the Nim are constructs of Aes Sedai from the Age of Legends with the ability to use the one power for the benefit of agriculture. It's. I mean, that's great. I want some from, I want some from my yard. <laughs> It would be fucking awesome. But is this is this Samesha the same? Like I'm just confused. Is this the Green Man? Uh, yes, it does look like it's the Green Man. I clicked on I clicked on the name, and it does take me to the Green Man page, and it shows me the Green Man picture. He looks good. So, he looks good. I like that. So picture. I wonder if we go back to the Eye of the World book and look at that Green Man chapter, would would you think that green man would say something about like, Oh, I've, or just say something cryptic about like knowing Rand's ancestors or going like, Oh, I haven't seen you in. I haven't seen forever. you since we were playing inception in wink, wink. Remember in your, in your dreams, you were playing with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know. Honestly, this chapter has broke me. I, uh, <sighs> well, it's a flashback, right? These are flashbacks. So even what we're seeing here in the vision happened before Eye of the World. Yeah. So this particular... So there's three different visions that's going on here. On this... The first vision is with Adan, which is, I think, like, Rand's, like, great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. And it's like a war scene, right? Like, they've been attacked by raiders. All their stuff's been taken. His family's been murdered, a vast majority of them. His daughter's about to be taken somewhere else. And I have no idea what's going on. But it's all about fulfilling this promise to the Aes Sedai. And then it flashes back again to another person that is a rancestor. Great, 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 Fuck. Okay, let me try that again. Great, 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 great. Uh, who is the father of Adan, and uh, they've been hearing about Ishmael and that there's like Mirdral and Trollocs like showing up at places, and they have there's just like there, there's rumors of bad things coming in the future. It's like, and this is where they run into the Ogier, and the Ogier are like lost and they need to get to the shedding. And now they, this is what worried. I love. 
this is what I love. I love the O'Gear. I like seeing other O'Gear. I like Tomato, who's an O'Gear. But if we get more, we get more of them in the other visions, don't we? Yeah. I think so. Maybe a little bit more. Uh, but then we go back again to another uh, Jonai vision. And this is, I think this is like the beginning of the quest for them because they start at this like beautiful city called Parandisen. Parandisen. Yeah, something like that. And they run it, he meets with these Aes Sedai that have, I think, Kalendor. It appears that way. It's a flaming sword. It's a flaming sword on a dragon on a dragon uh, banner. But and was there any mention of a bird? I don't know. Uh, that's a heron marked blade. That's a completely different thing. That doesn't mean anything. It should be on all blades. Should have a bird. <laughs> I know the listeners are like, why do they keep making this joke? It's the heron marked blade means it's like they're a master sword master. We've it's been established in the show, which even. means you could put it on Kalendor if you're a sword master. You could. You just could. saying. Um, and this is like at this point, I'm starting to get really confused because they keep talking about a promise made to the Aes Sedai that the Aiel have to fulfill. Kill everyone. But I don't know. I don't know what the the promise is. Well, no, wasn't it that they want? Didn't it ha- actually have to do with the way of the leaf, and that I, they I, wanted them to follow the way, continue to follow the way of the leaf? I think it has more to do with taking all these. Angrial, Sangrial, Tarangrials, and taking them from this city and and protecting them from men that are going crazy from the breaking of the world. Like that's how far back it is. It's like during that time. Hmm. It's tough. It, it, it's tough having to do this podcast sometimes when the the chapter is so dense and there's so much going on here. I feel like I need to read it five more times, but I would be insufferable after that. You know what? And I'm mean? already pretty bad right now. You know what we need? We need, like, an expert. We need somebody to kind of, like, sit us down, tell us where yeah. we're at, where no, we're we at. We don't have that. I mean, we have it in, in a number of our listeners who who let us let us know things and correct things, which I very much appreciate it. And please keep it up. But uh, <laughs> you want to be on the show? <laughs> you want to hop on here? You want to explain some stuff to us? Really could use the... Really could use the... The insight. Are you okay? Are you dying over there? It's hot, man. <laughs> it's hot, man. And this chapter just made me feel like I was on the fucking dune seas of Arrakis. And I know it's That's different books. But I have a lot of trauma associated with that. And it's could be yeah. and I'm and it's it's all coming up. I'm worried about going back to, and listening to the Dune season. I feel like we gotta do the Dune season again. I think we it's time for a redo. Redo Oh yeah, redune. Um, and then the uh the visions jump back again to a guy named or Charn. 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 And Charn, I don't, I, I, I think might be an ancestor, but also could be a friend. Imagine and Charn, if we your see. Name. Imagine if your name was Charn. Like he's you. just throwing random words at a wall. Your name is Charn. Stick. I mean, what are you doing? Like. You're not gonna you're not gonna accomplish much. You're probably gonna like make butter. Right? He's my cousin Charm. He's a butter maker. I really hope you have a successful shot at prop comedy. So Charn, we see in the uh, in the vision beforehand, he is attacked by 
people because of his association with Lanfear, and he's hung. Which is fair. You know. She, Absolutely. Like, she's yes. she's insufferable. Yeah. And then uh, we see we see from his perspective, from Charn's perspective, a couple of years earlier that you know he's uh, he's going to accept a marriage proposal from a lady named Nala, not, not from the Lion King, not a lion. <laughs> it's important to state that she's not a lion. Very important, very important, not a lion. Um, and then there's like you know, the earthquake is shaking, and then at some point yeah, yeah, here, you know, no big deal. Uh, well, at some point here. We see the actual seal for the Dark One being drilled into. But the context of it is all kind of like wishy-washy. And I'm going to be honest with you folks. It kind of was like, at that point, my eyes were gl- my eyes were watery. My head was spinning. I was thinking of I was thinking of Paul Muad'Dib. And I needed a glass of water. And I took a break. <laughs> yeah, my eyes were rolled in the back of my head. I don't know. I don't think I even read the back half of this chapter. I was almost passed out. Yeah, when things start making sense again is when it comes back to Rand's perspective, and he's like, he made it out of the he made it out of the glass trees, and he's like, oh, it looks like my buddy that was like walking around with uh, is not coming out of there. Oh, looks like he ripped his eyes out. That's tough. And then they come and they come to the realization that the chora tree, uh, the uh, the chora leaves and stuff like that has to do with the Avendisora tree that's in the uh, that's right in front of him in this park. Then he finds Matt, and Matt is like he's he's hung at this point because Eelfin, like one of the snake, yeah. And then Rand brings him back. He resuscitates him, and then they start fighting a bunch of mist. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but I think what's important here is that Matt has a quarterstaff spear-like weapon. Yes, very in, important in his possession. Right, that Rand is like, what the fuck is this? How do you get this? What is this? Yeah. Right? But he resuscitates Matt. Matt comes to. They have to fight right away. Matt picks up the weapon and notably uses it like he is a master in the skill. Like he's used it many times before. Now, I mm-hmm. think that this is the weapon that we famously see Matt in all the artwork that's all over the place with Wheel Time. When you see Matt standing there with his hat on and his coat and his little banner. And he's always holding like a spear looking thing. Yeah. And I think this is it. Yeah, this is that that it better that have a it. cool and, name. And, like the pickle spear. Well what's the next book called again? Fires of Heaven? I think it's called The Pickle Spear. Much better name. But I was looking at the cover, and there is a cover that looks like it's Matt and Rand, and Matt's got that spear. Rand is like addressing somebody, and it looks like they might be in an empty city like Rudian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was looking at that. I was looking at that too. And um you know, at this point, we should say a big thanks to our our cover artists uh at Whimsy Rot on the Instagrams and whatnot. Um traditionally a tattoo artist, but does the uh the cover art for our show. Um begrudgingly does the cover art for our job, show. <laughs> great job this season. But um was cursing our names the whole time. Um <laughs> As this is one of the the longer, one of the more detailed. I mean, we spoof these the covers of the books, right? And 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 it's fantasy art cover art, and it's just the backgrounds are just so detailed. And uh, boy, I looked at the fires of heaven, and uh, she's not gonna have <laughs> not gonna have a good time with that one. What do we even do? The character it's just Matt and Rand standing there in front of like the most detailed possible palace that you could put on a you book. Know what? I think she can use some AI. 
to his sister in no. that, this situation? No. We are AI free here. All right. Because sooner or later, the robots are going to take over. Right. But I'm not bending <laughs> over yet to no robot. Nah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, with the chapter after their little like end there, the chapter ends with uh, Rand kind of considering the prophecy of the dragon. And the fact is, is as we're, they're coming back from Rudian, he will come with the dawn with the IEL prophecy. The Teflon Don. Rick Ross. <laughs> or maybe just the Don, Marlon Brando. Wish I could do a good just Godfather impersonation right here. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> that sounds like Marlon Brando, right? <laughs> Close enough, yeah. yeah. Now, make me an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> I think we can get away with putting the Godfather music under that. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. What's the what's the what's the timeline for um, things become public domain? Uh, is the Godfather public domain? Can't be. Winnie the Pooh just isn't. became public domain, and that's like almost a hundred years old. It's old as shit. Yeah. It's so old that they were writing stories about bears back then. Now you'd write a story about a bear, you put a laser on it. Put jetpacks on his feet. You or you just hop it up on cocaine. Make a movie. Same thing. <laughs> These are all the same things. <laughs> um yeah. I think the essence of this uh chapter here today, folks, is that Steve and I are confused. Look, we ultimately are... I think that I'll, even though a lot of this chapter went over my head, there was a lot of of interesting stuff in the moment. We got a lot of Ogiers, which is not Ogier action, but I just like seeing more Ogiers. I like tomato. I like that Shomesha was in there, even though it's confusing. Um, but I, we all know I'm, I'm a big fan of the Green Man. And seeing, I'm happy you caught that because I would have never caught that. I, how could he not? He was literally at one point he was like dancing around like a tree with his leaf hands. Like I, he was like shooting at little flowers. I can't tell sometimes what is metaphor and what is literal. That's pretty literal, buddy. Yeah. He, he he now is, because, you know, we've all been playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom so much. Right? It's all it's on the brain. That and wheel time. And he really is Hestu, the big Korok guy. Oh, yeah. I get, like, there's nothing that says that Shomesta doesn't have maracas. There's nothing that says that. We haven't we haven't heard that he does have maracas yet, but we haven't heard that he doesn't. Give me the poops. What? What did you say? Give me the poops. Yeah, that's what. Because he what gives Hestu. you because he gives you a poop. No, the little korok seeds; those are little poops. They give to Hestu, and then at the end of it, he gives you a big poop. You I know it. Yeah, at the end of it, if you get all like nine hundred of them, he gives you a golden piece yeah. of poop. Which and I really thought the funny. theory was that all the seeds are also poops. No, they're seeds. If anything, they're offspring. I think they're a little they're a little poopy. That's not how seeds work, buddy. <sighs> I need show Mesha to come show you what's up. Give me them poops. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to today's episode. This is one that I think I'm going to read again on my own time. But uh if there's Again, if anyone would like to enlighten us or expand on anything we've said today or correct anything, 
Of course, you can write into us at chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com, chap by chap on Twitter, and chapter by chapter podcast on Instagram. Better yet, actually send us a voice memo. Man, I just want to play it on the show. I just want to set up like a phone number that people can call. Oh, yeah, that's a great stuff. 187 Rand Talk. (laughs) We'll take the phone, we'll take the messages, play them on the show. 187 Talk Randy to me. Talk, talking Rand. We could, I mean, we could change that number every week. We'll use the Patreon money for it. We, could, we, we like should put it to something. We should put it towards something useful. Thank you for listening, and we will be back tomorrow for Chapter Twenty Seven. Within the ways. And it shall come to pass that what man made shall be shattered, and the shadow shall lie across the pattern of the age, and the dark one shall once more lay his hand upon the world of man. Yet some shall be born to face the shadow, born once more as they were born before, and shall be born again. Big Cheese Daddy, Degree for Women, Nakon, Hilda, You are the brave souls who have chosen to fight the darkness. Thank you for supporting our cause. If you would like to join them, head to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.